Welcome to this edition of Build Your Tribe. Today is a quick tip Tuesday, and it's going to be a quick one, and it's going to be a universal tip. It's going to help you regardless of what stage you're at in your business development. Let's do it. What is your personal brand? Have you ever thought about that? Like, what is your brand? It's such a strange question because it sounds like we're going to be shrink-wrapped and put up on a shelf. But I think it's important to think that way in terms of yourself as a brand. It's important because it's, number one, can help you to not take things quite so personal when somebody doesn't want what it is you have to offer. If you're thinking about yourself as a product, it doesn't feel like they didn't want this thing because I'm a bad person. They didn't want it because it wasn't the right fit. Today, I'm going to simplify what it means to develop and understand your personal brand. There's so much talk about this. I think we've really overcomplicated it. Get excited because it's really so basic. It's so simple. You ready? Here you go. Your personal brand is professionally what people can expect from you. It's what people have come to know you for and by. That's it. All right, guys. See you later. Just kidding. All right. And for those of you who are note takers, of course, you can write these notes down in your journal. But I want you to answer these questions with me in your own handwriting. And remember to put me on pause. What do you wish? What do you hope? What do you pray that people think of you for? And what are you good for? What have they come to know you for? A great example of this for me personally is when I got a lot of notoriety from doing fitness infomercials, right? But that was like my 10th business. I'd had many businesses before my fitness infomercials, but the infomercial made my name more recognizable, right? And a lot of people, that's their first introduction to me. So they assumed that was the first thing I'd ever done was a fitness video. Little did they know my first business, I started when I was like 13 or 14 years old and I'd had countless businesses, some that weren't so great. And many that just kept, you know, helping me to define who I was as an entrepreneur long before I had success on TV with an infomercial. Now, because of my notoriety came from the fitness infomercial, when I continue just doing what I always do, which is building businesses and helping others to build businesses, I heard a lot of people say, and I would do podcast interviews. In fact, I've included one in this lesson for you. You can download it. It's with my friend, Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. And in that episode, he actually says, so you've really changed directions and you've made this shift. And I think he said reinvented or transformed or something like that from fitness into business. And it's his show. And so, you know, I politely kind of agreed. But the truth is, that was just perception. I've been teaching business and entrepreneurs for many, many years, but the public perception didn't match my own reality. So there's what you want people to perceive of your brand, of you, what you're good for, what people can expect of you, what you've been come to be known by. And then there's the public's perception, right? And what we want to do is work to make sure that those two things match. In that transition for me, where a lot of people were coming to know me as a fitness person and didn't realize that I've been teaching business for so many years. And because I wanted to write a book about personal and business development, I had to make a conscientious effort to make sure what I was putting out to the world was giving people that message. Because it's what you deliver to the world that becomes your brand's identity. And because what was on TV at the time was all fitness, that had become my brand identity. 
But I want you to take a moment. I want you to put me on pause and I want you to actually open up your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, wherever you're hanging out in social media. And I want you to take a look at what type of posts you're doing, especially those of you who are trying to transition maybe from a former identity or a former line of work into becoming an expert in a new area. What are you putting out to the world? For me personally, I think it was about 2012. After I'd written my book, Push, I remember having a conversation with one of my mentors and almost complaining, I guess you will, whining about the fact that everybody introduces me as a fitness personality. She's a fitness personality, and that's an awesome thing to have, and I shouldn't have been whining about it, but he happened to point out to me, well, what else would they think of you as? That's what's on your Facebook, that's what's on your Instagram, that's what's on your YouTube, and that's what type of appearances you're doing. And I was like, you're right. It's my fault. I was just too close to it. I couldn't expect for people to expect anything else from me if that's what I was delivering. So I want you to think about, based on what you saw when you looked at your own social media, what changes do you need to make? For me personally, I had to make a conscientious effort to basically decline all fitness appearances unless it was something I was contractually obligated to. And to specifically seek out opportunities where I could speak on business and personal development and I could be featured on business podcasts. And if I had invitations to do fitness or nutrition related interviews, I would decline them because I really wanted to make sure it's not that I was trying to run away, if you will, or deny my interest and my love in fitness and nutrition and health. Not at all. But I wanted to make sure that people understood the reason why I'm here, what gives me joy and the thing that gives me purpose is helping you and helping people just like you build their business. Now what I want you to do, this next exercise, is to think of what it is you do, right? But what is it about you that's unique? And it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be earth shattering. It's just something That's just a little bit different about your approach or who you are or the way that you do things than the other people in your field. It's not to say you're the only one, but let's say if 80% of the people who do what you do have a certain look or feel or way that they do it, and even 20% do it differently, I want to know what you do that's different. Think of Rachel Ray. There's so many people on TV who have their own cooking shows. What makes Rachel Ray special and unique is that she isn't professionally trained. She didn't go to culinary school and she makes it very public. So the piece that's unique about you is sometimes not obvious by looking at you, right? What makes me unique as a business and personal development coach, you can't look at me and know this to be true, but what's unique about me is I am the anti-hustle. I've been there, I've done that. I used to hustle until I realized that I could make a lot more money and have a lot more fun if I could empower other people, if I could learn to delegate, if I didn't have to be such a control freak and think that I was the only one who could do things the way I wanted them done. Like once I realized that, I was like, oh, wow, this is a much better life. I can actually enjoy my family. I can actually take a deep breath and I can put my faith in my family first. But from looking at my success or, you know, maybe watching an online video or seeing like, wow, she's got a podcast and big social media following. So she must hustle. But I don't. But if I don't tell people that about me, they don't know that that's what makes me unique. 
And it's the same reason why you probably watched not that many Rachel Ray shows, or maybe you're a huge fan of hers. But either way, if you've watched more than a couple of her episodes, you've heard her say that. She learned how to cook in the kitchen with her mom and her grandma, with her family. She didn't go to culinary school. If you watched more than a couple of videos of me or listen to me on podcasts, you hear me say all the time, family first. I will decline any opportunity that takes me away from my family. No matter how great the opportunity looks or how much money I could make or ego is involved, I make my family first. And faith is important to me. But I have to tell you that, and I am explaining this because there's something unique about your approach and the way that you do things, that it's not earth-shattering. You're not the only one, but it is unique. And it's unique enough that you want to attract people who that's important to them. Now, there's lots of things I do differently. But the thing that's really important to me is family and my faith. And so I talk about that a lot because I'm trying to attract people who are looking for that. It's the same reason why I use certain words. You don't hear me say sales, sales, sales. Hey, I'm going to teach you how to 10X your sales or I'm going to teach you how to, you know, get more sales. You don't hear me say that because I don't want to attract those kind of people. A very important part of my brand is serving. And I want to attract people who serve from the heart. And so I have to say that because it's important. The thing that makes you unique is the thing that you need to value and you need to state all the time. And it might not seem like a big deal, but it's that slight edge. It's that minor differentiator that allows people to go, gosh, these two people are a lot alike. They're teaching something very similar. You know what? But I really like this person because that thing that they do is so unique and it's what I've been looking for. So why don't you take a moment, put me on pause, and really give that some thought. Think of the other people who do what you do. We always think sometimes we're the only one. Think of everyone who does what you do. And then I want you to make a few notes about what it is that you do differently. Those things are important to you because you're trying to attract people who also think those things are important. That's your quick tip for today. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. Ladies and gentlemen, we're done. Send me an Instagram message and let me know what you thought about this episode. All right, guys, I will see you soon. And don't forget to check out instaclubhub.com. Brock and I are helping people crush it on Instagram and we have so much fun doing it. Why not build your business with us by growing your audience on Instagram. We'll make it fun. We'll get the job done. We make it easy, simple, and seamless. So check out instaclubhub.com.